That coat of yellow pollen on your car is more than just annoying. It has acidic properties that can damage your car's paint, undercarriage, and interior. At Tidal Wave Auto Spa, our washes remove pollen, and our high-tech Graphex 4 wash provides four layers of advanced protection that actually help prevent pollen from sticking to your car. Clean, protect, and catch the happy wave at any of Tidal Wave Auto Spa's five Omaha area locations. Visit TidalWaveAutoSpa.com to find one near you. a four-time tire rotation champion. When he was a baby, his first words were automatic transmission fluid. Bob's so cool, he has engine coolant running through his veins. And then there's Kyle, also known as premium unleaded. Legend has it that Kyle can change your oil with his toes and that he can tell your tire's air pressure just by how you're walking. He's Bob, he's Kyle, and every Saturday morning they morph together to form the greatest superhero known to man, Mr. Mechanic. Check engine lights don't stand a chance. This is the Mr. Mechanic Show on 1110 KFAB. Good Saturday morning to you. This is the Mr. Mechanic Show. 558-1110 the numbers to get in so we can uh, answer that call. Figure out what you want to do with a new car. Buy a used car, new car. Uh, fix that old car. Fix a new car. We got we got some answers for you. We're Buchanan Service Centers, 50th and Dodge, 80th and Dodge, and guaranteed breaks at 49th Avenue and Dodge. I'm Bob. Next to me always is Kyle. We're here to solve your problems. Give us a call. I'm sure we talked about getting those projects out of the out of the car, out of the garage, and getting them fixed. It's getting kind of tough today when you open the window and see a little bit of snow, but yeah, you got to power through it. Maybe don't fill the garage up too quick. You might need to pull it back in. Yeah, maybe take some of the stuff out of the garage, and then pull your car in so you can fix it. Yeah, the other day I was listening to the forecast on the way home. Expect two inch hail. I'm like, what? <laughs> Look on my phone, hail. Go home, cover everything in the driveway, all the plants that are in the ground now. No hail. Yeah. Not even much rain. No. Like, wow. Well, it's not an exact science, but it's, yeah. it's, it's closer than what they had 100 years ago. Can you imagine? It, uh, I mean, the, the one good thing about that is, I mean, I found out where all my tarps and moving blankets were. Oh, there you go. So, I mean, there's a bright side to it. In case you're getting ready to move. Yeah. Never the case. <laughs> There's a, uh, I had an article here from a, uh, this General Motors, uh, they got a class action lawsuit, and probably most of you know that that had 15 to 18 year model, they're, they're calling 800,000 vehicles for, believe it or not, the, the transmissions. So, mm-hmm. and most of that had to do with the eight speeds. Sure. They haven't been involved with the eight speed, that was just something that didn't shift right, didn't work right. Shutters, hard shifts, hurt, surging, hesitation, lurches, blah, 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 blah. So you don't really have that problem with the the six speed. Or the four speed. Or the four speed. Have both of those and ten and speed. Ten speed really hasn't been a problem. I've heard people say a few things here and there, but for the most part that was a co developed transmission between Ford and General Motors, mm-hmm. believe it or not. And uh It seems to work good. You know, yep. I had my doubts early on until Me too. you know, I got behind one and, you know, just so happened we had some time with it, so I plugged a scope into it, took it for a drive. I mean the transmission is always shifting. Always shifting, yes. When you're driving around town, you are always shifting. And the interesting part about um, is that, you know, in a typical transmission, you'll go one, two, three, four up and four, three, two, one down. And this will skip. It'll skip, it'll skip shifts. It'll go one, three, four, five, six. 
and stay in six or go uh, six to ten. Did you ever have you ever Googled the flow chart of that transmission? The I have fluid not. flow chart. Oh God, it's a maze. <laughs> it looks like a corn maze. <laughs> you put it in the newspaper. I'd imagine. So it's all going on throttle pressure and uh, demand and you know torque what load. Yeah, torque load. Whatever it's pulling. So it's kind of interesting, which is which is allows it to be able to get the mileage. The goal is to obviously get in tenth gear as quick as you can. But that's, lower your RPM range. Yeah, yeah. Lower your RPM range, therefore saving gas. Uh, one of the things we've talked about for, and most people don't feel this or understand it, but they've kind of wondered a little bit the the delay that you have in a gas pedal. Mm-hmm. So when you step on the gas pedal, there is a certain kind of, I wouldn't say federally mandated, but it's kind of there a little bit. It's kind of slow to response. Um, it that, does not want you to do a burnout. It does not want you to do jackrabbit starts. Therefore, you save a fair amount of gas when when you, a little bit over a long period of time, does that. So it's not something you would ever notice unless you have a a device that you can put in between the, the gas pedal and the computer that takes that delay out. Now, all of a sudden, you have instant power. Boom, it's, 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 it's a rocket ship, and off it goes. This is something that's incredibly noticeable in the Jeeps. Is it? When my wife, and, you know, not just Dodge, because she had a Charger before she got this Jeep, and that thing was great. Mm-hmm. Excellent on the highway. You know, you could pass, you could get on, you know, whatever. Well, this Jeep Cherokee that she has now, I mean, we're on the interstate, and, I mean, you go to pass somebody, and you're cruising, and you step on it, you're like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have switched lanes so quick. Because now the semi's right behind me. Yeah, there, there's an unsettling <laughs> delay at times, and I don't like that. I mean, if I want to go, I want to go. And yeah. not all cars have that, but if you're somebody that has that and has an issue, you, know, you can find something on, online for yeah, two, 300 bucks, maybe more on some and maybe less on others. It doesn't take too much to install it, but most people just think that's the way it is because mm-hmm. the, the drive-by wire is so slow to react. It's, it's not. It's very fast. It's very it's fast. It's incredibly fast. It's incredibly fast. And uh, they've just made it slow. So a little bit of food for thought there. It's kind of interesting. Here's a uh, an interesting article. I didn't really think too much about this, but people were thinking about it. Parking garages. Do you think much about parking garages? Well, only only I you, don't want to park at the top. Well, you only want to park. Uh, the report out of, out of the UK, which is British parking garages, um, they were kind of built in the 60s and 70s. And, you know, like a, a Ford Escort when they built this car was 2,000 pounds. You see where I'm going with this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, a... You get into British cars. I mean, have you ever worked on a 70s Fiat? There's, there's Three guys can pick the car up. Yeah, yeah. And just They're kinda, light. Yeah, they are light, you know. Um, an F-150 is, oh, what is that? Five, maybe... 7,000 pounds. So a GMC Hummer EV is 9,000 pounds. A little bit a t- of weight. A Tesla Model S is 5,000 pounds. So they're kind of wondering, you put a whole bunch of Teslas in the garage that was, you know, made for 2,000-pound escorts, and, and now you're filling the... Structural cracking. You got some structural cracking going on, even more than what you normally see when you park in the garage. Yeah, you're not going to send you, Jerry up on the ladder with a cocking gun. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. And that didn't even really dawn on me so much. And and you know, God, we look at the some of the bridges and infrastructure in the United States, and and uh, yet how much we go over them, and how how scary they can be, especially like a suspension bridge that goes over top of a 
oh, piece of water. Like moving yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, well, this is built in the 40s. It must be perfect. No, it's not. What you can't see was underneath there. But Thank God they covered it. Yeah, well, yeah. It's amazing you know about what, a freak out. It's amazing what paint does. So uh, hides it but doesn't fix it kind of thing. So, you know, there's there's something to think about, something we're going to have to do. And, you know, all your – I don't even know if the new parking structures. I just thought that was interesting. But you're right. Yeah. It was uh, – there's a lot of smaller cars over in Europe um, because of the roads being smaller and you know, gas is higher over there than it is here. So – and it kind of always has been by the time you – a lot more mopeds, motorcycles, bicycle traffic over there as there well. There is. But, you know, these, they, everything's just heavier. These battery packs are, I see some of the equipment that it's going to take to to do this. You're going to have to change hoists. You're going to have to get. Um, well, I mean, just the Prius, I mean, they have a rig to set up your engine crane to hook up and get it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, your You've standard got car battery, I mean, for your Hondas, it's not very much, maybe 15, 20 pounds. But, I mean, some of these bigger batteries that even go in regular cars are 60 70 pounds yeah yeah so and then I mean, even more multiply that by the, you know more than quadruple yeah and like you have a tesla and some of these trucks are running batteries from from wheel to wheel all mm-hmm. the way underneath the vehicle and when they do that it's just going to add a lot of and, and that's the industry is going to change a little bit and have those you know it'll all work out it's just you know you got to buy new equipment to to service them and work on them, which is going to cause other things so to happen. You know, in, in speaking of electric vehicles, I noticed there was a uh, an article here. If you go out and buy an electrical vehicle, electric vehicle, um, and if you haven't kept up with it, Tesla is dropping the price. Well, maybe because a little bit of the economy, they want to keep their production goals up. Um, but there's only about ten vehicles out right now that you can get a seventy five hundred dollar rebate on. Um, $3,750 credit on just seven vehicles out there in the market. And then there's what's MSRP on these? Uh, you know, I don't really know that number of that. Um, but once you sell so many, and I'm not sure what that target number is, 250,000, I think it is. Once you sell 250,000, your, your EV credits are going to go down, mm-hmm. um, or go away. There's about six models that don't have them at all. Um, Audi, BMW, Genesis, Leaf, Volvo, they don't have any, they're not eligible for any of that. Sure. And you're going to have to start, um, some of these tax credits are getting tighter now. So if you want to get a tax credit, certain amount of that vehicle is going to have to be made in North America for it to actually, to, to work. And if it's not, it'll be a, it'll be a problem. You have to have over 40% of the the value of the of the minerals mined and extracted from the U.S. or any other country where the U.S. is in free trade agreement. So, in order for those new rules to apply, and if they don't, then if let's just say it comes from wherever, let's just say China, if it comes from okay. there, you get zero on the uh, on the rebate meter. And rebates are rebates. You know, you kind of factor that into what kind of car you're going to buy. Whether it's, you know, you maybe you don't buy a $50,000 car because it's going to put you over the limit. Uh, maybe you, won't, you buy a different car, buy lower because that's what you have to do. Sure. So it's just kind of interesting. So if you're out there buying electric, make sure you check the rebates. Make sure you check the rebates for your model that you're after. 
And if it's not, then, you know, you could lose 7,500, which is significant. And maybe there's another one that you get zero on. So you want to always, rebates always factor into what you're buying. And it's nice to have that money back and help you pay for the plates. Maybe it's not doing that anymore. All right, 558-1110 is the numbers to get in. Give us a call. We'll be back in a minute. Okay, we are back on the Mr. Mechanic Show. 558-1110 the numbers to get in. Give us a call. I know you're just sitting around. You want to ask that question. I don't know if you've gone outside yet, but it's kind of a little chilly. Maybe you don't want to go outside. Anyway, we're going to head over to Doug. Doug's got an EV question. Doug, we'll try to we'll try to answer. Go ahead. Okay, my question is, is on a gas engine, the alternator keeps the battery charged, correct? Yep. Okay, so then why on a um, electric car that's batteries with there's you have four tires that move when you're driving, you have a motor that moves with, to keep you know keep it going. Why is it that they can't put something on those vehicles to charge the batteries while you're driving and make them to where you never have to stop? Is that possible? Well, evidently not. <laughs> what they have on them, what they have on them is a regenerative braking. Mm-hmm. So when you when you if you've ever driven if you've driven an EV car before, no, I okay. haven't. So they're kind of weird to drive because you can some you can turn on the regenerative braking, some of them you can just let them roll free. But when you like drive a Tesla, for example, when you drive down the road. Um, you don't have to brake like you do on a normal vehicle because it'll kind of st- want to stop itself. Because the re- really, yeah, because the regenerative braking um, will be putting power back into that battery a little bit, but you know, a little bit can go a long way if you're doing a lot of stop and go driving. Yeah, if you sit at a stoplight when you come up and you actually get to a stoplight, you can take your foot off the brake and the car won't move. It won't creep oh, forward. Okay. It won't go anywhere for the most part. And you know even going down a slight incline or a, up a slight incline because I've tried it on 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 all of it when I've when I've driven them but that's really all they have but I, I I understand your idea why not put a ring on the inside that's that runs like a self generator kind of like they have on a hybrid car that you can uh, it runs off the flywheel just an armature it's just an armature and that's kind of why I've always kind of liked the the idea of an electric hybrid because you've it's got like, yeah. Just like the old twin bicycles, it had the light on the front and had that deal that you yep. put, pushed over yep. to go onto the tire. The faster you went, the brighter the light got. Right, right. And then you know, you a, know, an electric hybrid is is got the best of both worlds. You can use a battery, you can use electric, and those things will get um, fifty, fifty-five miles a gallon. Um, and that's that's very remarkable for the mm-hmm. most part. But the, okay. the, the government's mandated something way higher, and it's never going to be achievable by a, a, a you know, an ICD engine. So you've got to you've got to go to electric. But you know, it's you're right. It, why not do that? It, there's got to be some. Right. And I don't have an answer to that. But that's that's a good question to ponder and, and look into and see why. 
because then you wouldn't have to build it into the roads as you're driving down the roads. You wouldn't have to charge it. Everything would be a self-generating deal. Correct. I'll have to find out. You know. All right. Well, thank you. Good idea, Doug. Thanks for the call. Yeah, appreciate it. You know, thought-provoking questions. We'll have to look into that. I mean, somebody should. I mean, somebody should have thought of that. There's got to be a specific reason why we haven't done it. You're gonna have to have something that's turning. A fair amount of the time, but as you're driving, it's going to work. I mean, it's no different than having an alternator bad. You should be able to unplugging your battery. You should be able to put something there with around the wheels, and as it goes round and round, as soon as it moves, it can regenerate. I, I agree. Self-sustaining. That would be, you know, we can wire something in. You got a Tesla customer we can call this afternoon? Just uh, take the stator out of an alternator. It'll make AC. You know, I I, I probably got an idea of why we haven't thought of it because. It wasn't in an episode of Star Trek. If it had been in an episode of Star Trek, somebody Star got, Trek's too new for that. Well, th- then they would have got that, and they would got that idea. We need Therefore, MacGyver they back out Mac- now. <laughs> we got. I think we got a new MacGyver, don't we? Yeah, we need him now. I don't watch that show. Where's he at? All, um, everything was possible. MacGyver's listening. Everything was possible with MacGyver. Everything was doable, and that's just we both know that's not the case. Oh, it was great TV though. I mean, I was a kid when it came out. You were clearly older, but. Getting chased by a bad guy, reach in your pocket, pull out two pennies, a dime, a paper clip. You know, <laughs> I tell you, a helicopter's taking off. I did watch that show just briefly, and I'll tell you why. When I stopped, when when he's uh, there was going to be a nuclear disaster, and then all he got was a uh, Hershey's candy bar, stuck it in the crack, and it averted a, a catastrophe. I pretty much wild? knew that that was. <laughs> Not gonna happen, and that show uh, just kind of went out for me because I I, that, I knew that wasn't right. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that wasn't. I, so here's an interesting deal. I you know we're talking about back and forth with the electrics. Um, this was an article that I found uh, the other day. Uh, the new redesigned 2024 Nautilus crossover, um, and Nautilus is a Lincoln brand. Um, that's sold in the U.S. is going to be completely manufactured in China and then brought over here and sold. Hmm. So I guess if you want, I guess you're going to have to look. There, there's another thing that I was, you know, didn't thought provoking is just how much of the EV cars, if you're a, you know, let's say a General Motors or a Ford fan, just how much of your vehicle or Chrysler fan, how much of your domestics are actually made here? Um, if you're, let's say, a, a 1500 series truck guy you're gonna that that's gonna be made in a couple of plants one in in down in mexico and one in north america in fort wayne indiana um so how you want to buy american how much of that vehicle is is if it's all made in china if, if you're one of those people that cares do you want it so i think you probably got to check the tag if they have it just how much of product is made in north america you know where we're at or made completely out of out of state so all right we're gonna head over to uh brian brian's got an 01 uh ford escape brian what's going on 21, oh, 21. i'm uh, sorry 21 it's yeah 21 escape my current recall on the car states that there's a chance uh fuel injector may crack and deposit fuel on top of the engine and what they want to do to fix it is uh install a drain tube into the cylinder head and reprogram the pcm i'm not sure why Hmm. Really? They don't want to replace it? No, they're going to replace them if they go bad up to 100,000 miles. A drain tube in the cylinder head. Oh, in the valley. 
I'd imagine. I guess. Is this a four-cylinder or six-cylinder? This is four-cylinder probably. It's, it's a three-cylinder. Oh, yeah, 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 the three-cylinder. Um, uh, so you're kind of wondering the validity of that and, 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 and why is there a workaround versus fixing it? Is that kind of where you're yeah. going? Yeah. I agree with you. But why are we doing a workaround? Are we are we draining off water here? That uh, little condensation that we're worried about? Or are we draining off gasoline? I think we're draining off gas. It just doesn't seem uh, right the to me. Service advisor couldn't even tell me why they were going to do that. Yeah, this is new to me. I normally try to keep up on recalls and what's yeah. going wrong with cars because generally I got a front row seat to it here later on down the road. But yep. uh, yeah, I haven't heard anything about this one. I, um, yeah, whether, so I guess, I'm going to guess part of your question is, should I do it or should I not do it? You know, no, it's a recall. Do yeah, it. Do it. I just, I was going to say, go do it that way. If there's, yeah, I'm going to do it, but there's like two months out before I can, they can get parts yeah. for it or whatever. And I mean, yeah. the PCM reprogram, that's I easy. Mean, every manufacturer has PCM reprograms on new vehicles. It's yeah. not an uncommon thing. That's no And it may not even have anything to do with the fuel injectors. It's just an open recall, and they're going to mm-hmm. have it in. Well, this guy's working on the engine. Why can't this guy plug in and do his job? And yeah, that's just the way of the world now because it's just no, it's no different than updating your Microsoft 10, you know. And or your cell phone. I mean, patch I'll holes. be walking around, you get an update alert, you yeah. just hit the button or away you go. That's easy. Yeah. That's normal. But the other seems kind of a workaround. I agree. If it's got a crack, it's got a fuel injector that's going to crack, let's replace that. Or we are, if they put a new one in, it's going to crack again based on the engineering of where things are at. But... Boy, yeah. injectors are... That's a direct-injected engine, so, I mean, your yeah. fuel injector's in the cylinder. They're designed to get hot. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. You're right. Uh, I'm going to read up on this Yeah, I'm going to read up bit, on right? that. Maybe there's more to it than we're not we're not see, seeing, but I agree. Yeah, have it done. That way, if there's any problems, you got recourse. Yeah. yeah. Okay, thank you. You bet, Brian. Appreciate the call. All right. All right, we're going to head over to uh, Larry. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. All right, we're going to go back live instead of going to the break. we got a technical error. No big deal. Where do you want to head to? All right, we'll go to Larry. Larry's got a 1990. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, I took a tire and a rim to the local Ford dealer and had them put another tire on that rim. Uh-huh. And... They wanted to know what kind of car it was going on. I didn't know why, but I told them. Well, when I got the bill, I paid the bill. They never seen the car, but they had right on it multi-point inspection on the car. And I was just wondering why, and are they opening themselves up to a big lawsuit someday? <laughs> uh, you know, they probably had to. They probably had a. They, they don't really have. So you just brought a tire. They probably don't have something in their computer that says, "Hey, we're just going to hang a tire." Um, and they had to make a ticket so that it showed that it came through and somebody gets paid for that. And that was probably their pre-printed form that it came through on top. It goes on every vehicle. Generic work order. Generic form. work order. Yeah. That's probably what it was. Um, I don't, I don't think it probably was anything more than that, but they've got to say that they actually worked on it. So somebody can see they worked on it. So somebody says that we're not, I didn't do this tire repair and I'm stealing from you. But it was probably on a generic work order, is what I'm guessing. Well, yeah, it was standard standard ticket. It just said multi-point 
inspection, you know, zero cost. But yeah, they probably it took seems a. Seems like seems like the brakes failed on the on the car the next day. Yeah. Say, hey, why didn't you guys catch this? I don't disagree. They probably took an oil change ticket and wiped off the oil change and put tire repair. That's probably what I would guess that they did. Yeah, it's and and we on the bottom of our repair orders, it has something to do with legality. If you leave a car for X amount of time, blah 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 blah, it can be charged this side or the other. But it doesn't say that we we can make. If I want to make just a labor, and just say tire repair for whatever number, I can just do that, and that's all it is. So, yeah, you're right. It's uh, you got to be careful what you write down there. They probably didn't even notice it. They were just trying to get it on, get a pre-printed form, and get you out the door. Oh, I went back and asked them about it. They said, oh, that goes on everything. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. I, I agree. That's that's where you go into one spot and make it go on there. So, Okay. All right, Larry, appreciate the call. All right, we are going to now take a quick break. We'll be back in a minute. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton are right here. Weekdays from 11 to 2 on News Radio 1110 KFAB. All right, we are back on the Mr. Mechanic Show. 558-1110 is the numbers to get in and uh, answer those questions, those burning questions you got to know. We're going to head over to Steve. Steve's got a a uh, answer for the alternator and EV question. Steve, what you got going on? Well, I, 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 I found it interesting that uh, the alternator question on the EV, but the long and short of it is it takes energy to make energy. Yep. So... That's why they don't run alternators on race cars. They yeah. charge the batteries before they shoot them, you know? Yep, yep, absolutely. Uh, so, I mean, for every, it's physics. It's, you know, equal and opposite reactions. And yeah. the only the only free energy, really, that's out there, there is no free energy, but uh, I know that some of the manufacturers are playing with photovoltaic paint on on the outsides of the cars. But that's, mm-hmm. that's the only way you're going to get any free energy. Yeah, it's something. It always takes something in order to be able to twist it around in order to make it so something goes. But well, yeah, you're right. You know, you, you don't. I mean, it takes something to turn that alternator. Which actually, it's counterproductive if you was to put an alternator on there because it took more energy to make to put back some energy than it, than it did to take right, it out of the battery. Right, and you're going to have those armatures going around with those wheels, and it's probably going to drag things down a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah, moving you've got moving parts and that takes also yep, Rob's energy. Yep, so. yep, exactly. It's gonna take something energy to overcome that in order to charge it back up. So it's an interesting Not a lot, I, but it's a little. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's why the, the regenerative braking makes so much sense. It doesn't put very much back into it. But no, you know, but that 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 true that truly is free energy because all yep. they're doing is running the electric motors in reverse. Yep. And yep. an electric motor is just a generator running reverse. So Yeah, you just get a little and depending on how much you're braking, you get a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit there, which can add up to a bunch. And, you know, a little bit is better than nothing. So then that's kind of why they right. do that. But it would be nicer if you right. could. So I guess if we if we, if we got up to high speeds and just start braking slow, we could generate more. But, then, you know, blah, 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 blah. Right. But there's, 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 just, there's just no free rainbows or unicorns here. I mean, it just doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't. And it's kind of a new, interesting kind of how it works kind of market. So, you know, everything is, you know, it's, it's just fun. To, it's fun to look at. It's fun to watch. It's fun to read about it. Yeah, it's not fun to pay for, though. No, it's not. It's not. And uh, we don't need to be 
paying for rebates out of somebody out of the rest of our pockets to let somebody yeah, else buy that. So well, I, I, this isn't a political thing. Nope. 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 No, we're not going to go there too. I agree. I think you, you and you and I are on the same page. Yep. I agree. I agree. I appreciate the call, Steve. All right. Thank you. You bet. All right, Nick. Uh, Nick's up next. Nick, what's going on with the car today? I say we've got a 2003 Volkswagen Beetle, uh, 1.8 turbo. It's a manual. And my wife's been driving it since about 2005, so coming up on 20 years. Well, it's time for a newer one, and she does want another Beetle. And we found a 2016 with 77,000 miles on it. And I'm wondering if there's any red flags you guys know about or we should be aware of before we um, go for it. And uh, the other thing is, of course, these Beetles are hard to come by, and they go like hotcakes. And they're asking $4,000 almost over the Blue Book value. I'm not sure if that's worth it or not, but uh, just kind of wanted to fill you guys out. Yeah. Want any red flags? And Well, and how's it, you say this car has been a great car, not any other kind of goofy, weird problems? That yeah. get... Our current one, you know, it, it, it leaks some antifreeze, some oil. We kind of just baby it. You know, it's, uh, it's to the point where it's not really reliable to take on long trips. Right which she will have to do for work here coming up. Um, so she wants uh, she wants to be able to take her car and not worry about it, and her car is going to be another Beetle, apparently. So <laughs> Right, right. Well, you're not going to like our answer. But, uh, you know, these cars were notorious for just having problems. Problem over top of, of problems. Problem over top of problem over top of problem. So, but um if you if you want another one and she wants another one i get it's it. the newest lowest mild one you can find and whatever you got to pay is is cost of business it's yes just the cost of business of what you're going to have to do if you like it that much you're going to probably have to say okay i'm going to fix this car and i'm going to keep fixing this car because it's more sentimental than it is practical or I'm probably going to put the newer ones are a little bit better. Yeah. I mean, they went to that 2.0 turbo and, you know, a chain motor. And I just put a chain in one of those this morning in an EOS. Yeah. Yeah. That was a blast. But uh, that's the only real problem. Those ignition coils, you'll put a radiator in it, I'm sure. And not well, that's the thing. Not the, the crazy one that, amounts of problems that those early 2000s ones Yeah, did. so they might have upgraded that other one quite a bit. It just didn't last on the market because it kind of faded away. The popular the, the, the one she has now, the 03, we have not had any significant amount of um, repair into it at all. Oh, good. And it's almost 20 years now. So I just haven't done any research on that year compared to a 2016 as far as what new problems or what they've changed uh, I think as far you, as the motor goes. I think you got a good one. That's what I think. Yeah. I, and and well, I think you probably take care of a car pretty well. I, the one thing that I notice that these cars do not take a lot of abuse. None. If, if they are treated pretty hardly, they break equally amount. But if you take care of a car pretty well, then and, and you know wash it, baby it, and everything else, it you know it sounds like it lasts a lot better. Okay, well we haven't bought the new one yet. It's actually on hold right now, and I'm going to test drive it right before I got the phone with, right after I got the phone with you guys. So I'm I was just uh, that's why I called because you guys were on the air, and I was wondering, hey, these guys would know if something is uh, you know a red flag I should be looking at. They were high maintenance. Is kind of really what it boiled down to. They're high maintenance. Yeah. The the tires were high performance kind of tires, and those are pricey. Um, they just were. I mean, that's the best way to say it. They were just. Yeah. There was a fair amount of maintenance to them, and and you know that's never fun. It's never well, fun. 
good thing is her brother is our mechanic and he's got his own shop. So we get the, the family discounts, I guess you could say. Yeah, so yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Appreciate well, thanks for your you time. Bet. Appreciate the call, Nick. All right, we're going to take a quick break on the Mr. Mechanic Show. We will be back in a minute. The Mr. Mechanic Show is brought to you by Buchanan Service Center. Okay, we are back in the Mr. Mechanic Show. 558 five, to 1110, the numbers to get in. We had one caller drop off the line. If we can get back to you, give us a call. You know, there's a lot of thought-provoking questions, and, and this EV market is just a lot of interesting things that are new, you know? Um, cars are kind of cool, but there's just a lot of interesting things that kind of go on. You know, I mean, yeah. we, we, we fix tires on EVs. We change tires. We replace tires on EVs. That's probably what we've done the most. You know, some of the stuff that we have worked on um, have been under recall, or not a recall, but underneath warranty, so we couldn't really sure. do anything with that. But, uh, you know, some of them, ha- they don't really have normal headlights. They have LED, which is power saving, but I think the power, the the headlight we worked on, we couldn't do much to, but we got a price on it. It was somewhere around 1000 bucks for the headlight, but yeah. on some headlights, that's not really out of the ordinary anyway. Some taillights, like on a on a... Cadillac SUV. Just well, I mean the new F one fifty. I mean it's got the cameras built into the tail lights, and mm-hmm. those are fifteen hundred bucks. Yes, fifteen hundred bucks. So uh, when you get your insurance rate, then you got to program it. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, you got to program it to the car. Yeah, well, see, I haven't had one. See, there's something new I'm learning today. It's it's a constant evolution of learning. Yeah, you got like three grand into a tail light. Oh my gosh! For backing up and hitting your mailbox. Ta da! <laughs> <laughs> Guess it's time to put the mailbox on the house back again, yeah. isn't it? We don't uh, get the mailman. You were going on a vacation, but you could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. I did not know that you had to reprogram your taillight. That's interesting, Kyle. Yeah. All right, we're gonna head over to Adam. Adam's got a 2020 Cherokee. Adam, what's going on today? Uh, yeah, I've got my uh, 2020 Cherokee has a check engine light on, and it's throwing the automated. Grill shutter or AGS is the code yep. that it's throwing. Automatic grill shutter. Right. And um, I took it to my, my normal mechanic, and he said he was uh, having trouble, you know, finding the part or whatever. I'll bet. Yeah. I, I did a little research. I, I was just curious if my car is not overheating, is this something that, you know, I could drive with the code showing, or do I need to get it in and get it fixed? Um, as long as that grill shutter is open, you'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, this time of year, even if it were shut, you wouldn't know the difference, but it opens up in the summertime, and then it'll close at different times during driving. Right. So what it's really what it's there for, and this is kind of a NASCAR deal, too, is that as you can close those off and you're running down the highway, that's more air that you can push over top of the car. You got no drag. Yes. It, they're, they're decreasing drag. And then that, that's what they do in NASCAR when they tape up the front end and they have just a little square hole in there for enough air to get into the radiator. That's what they're doing. When you put a six-inch piece of tape or a foot piece of tape on the front of a, a car like that, that going 200 mile an hour, you can go faster than everybody else. So it's, gotcha. Gotcha. this is more about fuel mileage. And Kyle's exactly right. You... As long as it's open and you're getting some flow into the radiator, then you're okay. I've seen many of these come in that have been busted. broken. They're broken. Rocks, they're busted. A bird, some, anything on the road. Somebody's hit a car. Somebody's hit something, and they're just hanging in there. 
they're open, but nobody seems to want to fix them because fix them expensive. they're expensive. You're taking a bumper off and part of the front end. Yep, to, to get back in there. They're yeah. not really accessible, so. Okay, yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, that's what I was leaning towards, but I had to get some peace of mind for my lady, so. You got Thank it. You. you bet. All right. Appreciate Bye-bye. the call. Yeah, that's something that you don't think about either. Grill. Yeah, here's another part that, you know, why do we need this? Yeah. They're, the car's full of them. Can't, wouldn't be, can't, wouldn't, couldn't you get colored duct tape? Just and get some black duct tape and, and tape it off. It'd be a lot easier and cheaper. Sure. Yeah. And take it all off once you get done with your road trip. Here's our advertisement. We're doing that at the shop. <laughs> we got the tape. Bring the car. It's just, Duct tape weekend. Come on in. We'll get some every duct taped up for you. Yeah. Get the All variety right. pack. The variety pack. All right, Kyle. There, that's the end of another hour. I hear the music. I'll tell you what. 558-1110 is the numbers to get in next week. Get in early so we can answer your questions and bring those EV questions. We're going to write them down and see if we can't get some information for you. I'm Bob. Kyle. We'll see you next week. Ducks, sunflowers, and bananas might look good in yellow, but your car? Well, not so much. You can wash away pesky pollen this spring at Tidal Wave Auto Spa for as low as $10. Just stop by any of Tidal Wave Auto Spa's five Omaha area locations today.